Welcome to Season 5 of A Love Worth Dying For Podcast. This season, we discuss wisdom and how we can use it to defend our marriages from the foolishness of the world and our flesh, as well as being a benefit and blessing to the success of our families to the glory of God. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content, and please share our podcast to those who would gain from information. We are Joseph and Janelle Banks. Let the conversation continue. Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For. This is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Hope you're having a great day as we continue on in our season on wisdom, where we're learning about how wisdom that comes from God is much different than the wisdom that is talked about in the world or in social media or other things of that like. We're going to really talk about this episode about how wisdom um, blesses a marriage and you know, this is a, a marriage podcast. This is a family podcast, and we really want to hone in on on that. So we've discussed in previous episodes, you know, the differences between worldly and biblical wisdom, and even how wisdom itself is not only an attribute of God, but it's a gift from Him um, that we can gain, um, being not only image bearers of God, but those who are Christians who have been. Um, Changed not only in our hearts and the things that we believe in our faith, but also the Bible talks about that we have a renewed mind, we have a new mind, so we're being changed in our thinking. Um, but even more so than that, you know, because we are children of God, we can go to Him and ask Him for wisdom, you can ask Him to help us in our discerning and judgment of the times we leave, um, live and in the things that we're doing in our lives, whether we're husbands, um, whether we're wives, um, whether it's families trying to counsel our families and our children, you know, we can go to him and he is such a good and gracious and merciful God that he will give us those things. It's like he did Solomon where God asked me to ask for anything and instead of asking for riches or asking for women or asking for you know chariots and horses and he asked for wisdom and not only did God bless him with wisdom but he also blessed him abundantly with other things he, he blessed him beyond beyond um, just um, I guess his request his request <laughs> which is you know what God does he he lavishes his his gifts upon us um, that we may not just get these gifts and run away, but that we may glorify him and that we may tell of his goodness. Um, so we know that wisdom is good. We know that it's a good thing um, because, you know, God is good as they all the time, as you say in the church. <laughs> and he gives his children the goodness uh, of himself um, by grace, which we are so thankful for because grace is something that we don't deserve. It's something that he gives to us um, freely. So he loves us with an unquenchable love. You know, he gives willingly. And wisdom is also a grace gift bestowed on us, especially in our marriages. Um, you know, it's not arbitrary. It's not just some random thing. And even Janelle and I was talking about, you know, someone she was mentioning about um, a friend of her sending her uh, some words of wisdom and, you know, had me thinking about how, you know, life itself is a blessing from God that reveals God. That sometimes we get in the day-to-day ruckus and we 
don't recognize the the miracles we see all the time. You know, people always want to. I was telling I used when I was a kid, I used to talk about how I want to hear the voice of God. And you know, people talk about I hear the voice of God, which in the Bible that was very that was very rare. It wasn't something that always happened. Um, so you, you should become you know kind of on your guard when you start people the time I hear God told them this and told them that. But I always I wanted to hear that because like I, I just I wanted to be comforted. And you know it seemed like a wise thing at the time to you know it's something to pray for but when you start to grow in scripture you understand that when you're reading scripture god is speaking to you mm-hmm. that you don't have to hear his voice you're reading the word of god and that's a comfort to us mm-hmm. um so or for people listening i mean there are, there are people <laughs> yeah, that listen them. to i mean we have we have that's <laughs> the one thing we could say we're thankful for the the knowledge and understanding and the wisdom of man to even uh get to this point where we can listen to the bible in an audible way um but we also have to acknowledge that it's only through god's graciousness um, and his allowing for man to be able to um, advance in the way that we have advanced. Um, and we have to be thankful to him and uh, not just to, to man itself. I guess kind of like how the Bible talks about, you know, not uh, worshiping the creature, creature but the or the th- right, or the thing that was created, but the one who created all things or is who we should give all worship to because truthfully all things come from god if you really think about it, you might say hey lotion come from god a fan come from god <laughs> a city yes because guess what it came from the earth and god created the earth and everything around us the reality that we live god created that's why i said that sometimes we we want to we want to see signs and wonders how mm. the bible talked about the jews want to see signs and wonders and we still today we get we, we want to see some miracle we want to see some some person get up there and do some miraculous things it's kind of how the big miracle things was going on in, in our country where different churches will you want to see the miracle happen but people don't understand that you see miracles every day look around your room you're seeing a miracle it's like how is this possible how can this be that you can have, you know, in the summertime, have air in your home? How is it possible that your food don't spoil because you have a refrigerator? How is it possible that you're able to produce children? I was talking to Janelle, how from a seed comes this child that grows up and grows until they're even bigger than you. Or the trees out your home. It's, it's like... Or the intricate workings of our bodies. Of our, of our own People, bodies. So we have those yeah. things that reveal God. And like Janelle said, the wisdom of man... Is, is an extension of the wisdom of God that man is just not wise and knowledgeable in himself that mm-hmm. it comes intricately in, intrinsically from him but it because comes because we are image bearers of God that when he created us he breathed his breath of life in us mm-hmm. so we have that moving in us that's our soul that continues to keep us alive not the chemical systems in our body that keeps us alive that don't make us a living being it's the soul, the spirit that God has breathed into us. So wisdom has a purpose. You know, it's, it's, it's not just some imaginary light bulb that pops on above your head at certain points of, of our life. And when we get an idea or something, you know, uh, it's a fountain of understanding God lavishes upon us to help us make sense of the world around us. 
in order for us to glorify God more and tell of his goodness. And, and true wisdom is fully realized through Christ. And in 1 Corinthians 1.30, if you could turn to that, Janil, oh, it, okay. it really it, um, talks about that, about, the, about how Christ, you know, we talk about God. We want to make sure that when we talk about God, we talk about the Father, Son, and Spirit. We want to really give glory to um, the, 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 the Trinity and all his, his goodness and all his works and what he has done for us, especially those who are Christian, those who are professing to be followers of Christ. So Janelle, could you read 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30? Okay. 1 Corinthians uh, 1, verse 30, but by doing, excuse me, but by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Mm. So through Christ, he's our wisdom. And that's, that's, that's the true wisdom, you know, that we get that through our faith and trust in, in Christ our Lord. And that's an amazing thing. But, you know, sometimes we don't tap into that. Sometimes we don't, we don't keep him in our, in our focus because we're so focused on other things in the world. And yeah. we can get our attention taken away so easily. But scripture lets us know that, you know, you have this, you, you have Christ, you have um, the wisdom of God in you is something that is is something that you can pray for and that was the reason why Solomon prayed and it should be a prayer that we can we pray for too you know it's a blessing for the disciples to be around Christ mm-hmm. for they had the wisdom of God with them all the time mm-hmm. so that for those for those years they were with him right although and they didn't fully grasp it they didn't they didn't grasp it they didn't understand until he he left and then the spirit came and when the spirit came what is spirit the spirit rested upon upon them and all the others who believe that's why when you put your faith in Christ, the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, comes into your heart and changes your heart and your mind, and you you start to, oh, now I understand that. Oh, well, now I see how this is what I'm hearing don't make sense, or it's not it's not computing well. It's because the Spirit of God is giving us a revelation of of of, of God through his word and through Christ. That you'll know more about Christ and more you know of Christ and his 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 works and his goodness and what he's come to do, then the more you are being revealed the, the true wisdom of God. And that's that's the true wisdom. But wisdom blesses our marriages. You know, this wisdom is something that we need more in our marriages. Um, not just having somebody who's smart, and we all should be smart. We should all want to be smart <laughs> in our marriages. We want to make smart I you know smart decisions. That might and, be subjective. <laughs> you know, yeah. But <laughs> But we want to be wise in the decisions we're making. So I, I came up with three three points. Um, first, wisdom draws us closer to God who gives us the gift of wisdom. And Janil just read in 1 Corinthians 1.30, a beautiful verse about how how Christ is our wisdom. And 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 that is a, 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 a great thing to to think about and not only that, to pray about. Janelle and I was talking about, I was saying that, you know, in our podcast, one of the main attributes of a marriage, especially a Christian marriage, should be prayer, Mm -hmm. is that we should always be prayerful for one another, for our marriage, for our family, for the world around us, Um, continue to petition the Lord with our prayers, continue to 
to seek his his help through our prayers continue to praise him and glorify him through our prayers um, continue to to ask for wisdom and instruction and discernment through our prayers it's, it's, wisdom helps us grow in our faith and sometimes we just think of wisdom as you know you have wisdom and bam that's that's it I can make good decisions <laughs> yeah but even Solomon saw that you know even though he you know if you read the um, the Proverbs and all these wise words that Solomon gave or but then you read the book of Ecclesiastes that Solomon wrote also he looked at how his wisdom um, was, was 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 disjointed or was limited um, veered away from the, the will of God mm-hmm. and because he you know you have this 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 this, this be able to judge and discern and make these right decisions but you know it can bring haughtiness too it can make you think that you're more than who you really are mm-hmm. and you know it can even you know for Solomon it brought sadness it brought a lot of um hurt um he even have a verse time on the vanity of vanities all this vanity he looked at all that he had and even though God blessed him with that he started putting those things um in a place where they should not be. Even Janelle mm-hmm. and I had a the previous season. We talked about idols mm-hmm. um, in our in our lives and how to get rid of idols in the previous season, um, which you should definitely check out. <laughs> but you know, you know, you can allow even the good things of God right. to become an idol in your life and to take you away from the things that God have set aside for you, and that can be a very dangerous thing. Um, it, but, you know, thankfully, you know, in Proverbs, when he was in his right mind, <laughs> um, Proverbs verse, um, chapter 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know that it's not our wisdom, it's not our, our understanding that is, is what's brewing and what's, what's, what's moving inside of us. But it's because of God. It's, it's, it's all through Him. And that's something we need to focus on, just growing in our relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. In our, like I said, the praying, reading the scriptures, going to your local church, um, being faithful there, um, being faithful with your wife in times of study or in times of um, talking, meditation, or just getting away with your wife to make sure that you guys are on the same page. But understanding that you're on the same page not just to make have a good marriage but a marriage that glorifies God and points people to Christ mm-hmm. so that's something that's very much needed is a wisdom is wisdom that draws us closer to God and I think even with something we heard yesterday about a guy who I guess he was a pastor at the time maybe still possibly uh, functioning as a pastor I think but um, the thing that was grieving to me was just hearing him say that, you know, he divorced and not for reasons that, you know, the Bible would say is acceptable to divorce for. Right. Um, but then he also said he didn't understand marriage. And, and I think when we say, yes, we, we are going to someone getting married and we're joyous about that union. It's like, 
for those of us that do understand marriage for those of us who are who are married and understand we should be pouring in to those um going into that process because it saddens me to hear people especially people of the faith especially somebody that says they were a pastor at the time right. to say they didn't understand marriage um and i wonder if he's his whole idea of not understanding is because his marriage broke his broken and because it's broken he 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 the whatever he was thinking about marriage was at that time it did not manifest Mm-hmm. to what he thought like it his would be. expectations yeah, well I don't know I don't want to speculate I don't know the guy but just the idea of someone just saying they didn't understand marriage as to why or a part of the reasoning why their uh, marriage did not um, did not last and and there's so many issues with that anyway the whole yeah. that whole thing which Janelle showed me is is is, is there's so many things that was um, said and um, that that really made you question, you know, did he truly understand the scriptures? Right. Um, and, you know, there's a, there's a little saying that goes, theology matters. Mm. Your view of God truly matters. Absolutely. Um, not only in your own life, in your own walk with, with God, but also when it comes to your life, now coming together with this other person's life um, mm. that you husband and wife coming together and being as one right you know it really matters that you understand who god is and what god says about you as a husband mm. she is a wife you as a married couple the covenant of marriage right. what Us it is, means to yeah. be married what married marriage exemplifies right and what marriage showcases to the world Mm. Um, so it, it does a lot of things and you know to see hear about pastors divorcing is it's like the testimony of marriage is 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 tainted in a way mm. is 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 um and we understand that nobody's perfect we understand that you know divorce is not like the end of the world or anything like that but when we're living under the wisdom of the world, this is what the world says. We could divorce for Any irreconcilable reason. differences. I Any guess that's, reason you want. I think that's <laughs> kind of the, the, the phrasing that goes. Right. And I guess, you know, in there you hear that someone is not able to come together almost. You know, like we divide because of whatever difference um, we have. And you're going to have, that's the thing about marriage, you're going to have differences. You're going to have difference of opinions. You're going to have a time when someone's not, you know, um, not feeling the other person because maybe something happened or just how they're they're going through life. Mm-hmm. But the, pr- the thing is, you should always pray to grow in unity, that right. you're not growing apart, but you grow together. And it's something that both people need to, need to, fight towards fight for need to um, work towards because marriage is not just something that just come you have to work at it it's it's um just like a muscle that you have to work out mm-hmm. or just like you're doing yard work you got to make sure you work hard in that mm-hmm. you have to work at your marriage too it's just a beautiful thing and you think of the joys when you got married and everything and the wedding and it was so beautiful right. but you you have to understand okay well now it's time for us to grab the grab the tools and get to work you know I'm- 
Yeah. And it's something that you build I'm, prior to I would to say that. this, because I know we've been kind of talking about work at church and stuff like that. Work is obviously, you know, you're exerting energy on, but when it's work that you can see the fruit of your labor, where it's yeah. a joyous work, then it makes it worthwhile. And I would say that even in the work that we're doing for our marriages, it doesn't have to be all um, like strenuous work or right. hard labored no. work or it should you know, be joyful work. Um, yeah, it should be joyful work, and and sometimes we need individual work in ourselves. And you know, we've talked before about seeking help, seeking wise counsel, mm-hmm. seeking a counselor, therapist, whatever, medical, whatever you need. So you could come to a place where you could be functioning in a right um, mindset or, or health-wise um, to be able to, you know, enjoy one another right? as so much I'm, as you can. So continue on with this wisdom draws us closer to God. I have Janelle read Ephesians chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse 3 through 14. Um, I think okay. it's, it's, it's a little extended, but um, main verses are between 9 and 11 but I'll have to read that whole that whole um, paragraph okay so Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 14 blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world mm. that we would be holy and blameless before him in love he predestined us to adoption as sons through jesus christ to himself according to the kind intention of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace which he freely bestowed on us Mm -hmm. in the beloved in him we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace which he lavishes on us in all wisdom and insight, he made known to us the mystery of his will, mm-hmm. according to his kind intention, which he purposed in him with a view to an administration suitable to the fullness of the times, that is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in the heavens and things on the earth. In him also we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will, to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also... Having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. Mm, and that, that whole, I want her to read the whole thing rather than just the key verses about um, in him wisdom is, is, is given. But the whole verse talks about how our salvation is giving to us it talks about how what god does to bring us to himself he even talks about how that you know before the foundation of the world that he predestined us that it's not something that we obtain you know that we just went in and grabbed 
but God has has drawn us to himself and he's doing that and that you know this is a, a this all of this drawing um, to himself is a blessing from God for our marriages in fact is that as each of us is is drawn closer to God and his truth and his word that and we're drawing close to each other you know um, we're drawing closer to God and that's that is definitely a blessing for our marriage also number two wisdom helps us navigate life with his various trials difficulties and surprises and Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12 it says for wisdom is protection just as money is protection but the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the lives of its possessors and in that particular um, portion of scripture is talking about how you know money um, does things but wisdom is, is greater than that and you know wisdom helps us when it comes to um, the different things which goes on in our life that we're able to make decisions based on um, the wisdom of God whether it's life decisions whether it's um, the different decisions that we have as, as a husband and wife for, for our family you know, wisdom is something that is definitely a blessing because it will help us to to make the, 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 the right judgments when it comes to different things which happen in our lives and it's going to be different things that's going to happen and we've had to deal with a lot in our marriage and you know you think about what what were some of the decisions that we made even though even though all even though all things are are work to the good of those who work love to the, the good, Lord and are definitely. called according to his purpose and that how God he allows all these things to happen you know sometimes you know those decisions that we make ourselves that if we didn't go to God in you know we sometimes can see okay what's the fruit like Janine was talking what's the fruit of these decisions were these things made selfishly were these things made without consulting God mm-hmm. or did you go to the Lord in prayer and pray about these particular decisions that you're going to make of course like I said some things come it's like bam they hit you um, like if, if there's a, a death in the family if there's something uh, sickness or something that happens unbeknownst to you and you have to make these um, life changing decisions very quickly mm-hmm. but like I met earlier you know the, the if Christ is in you, you have the wisdom of God in you. So you, you, fortunately, you're not alone in making your decisions. And in a marriage, you're definitely not alone. You have somebody there that you can, that you can lean on, that you can um, pray with, that you can talk to about these um, various um, decisions that you have to make in your life together. Because marriage is a, is is intended to be a lifelong partnership it's a lifelong covenant that you make with your spouse but one thing i want to kind of just say is sometimes you hear women say well you know i still need my best friend or whatever or um i just can't talk to my husband about certain things he just um doesn't understand and maybe men probably feel the same way too with certain things but i think as we seek to, to have this unity in our marriage, just as we seek to know more about God. There's some things we don't fully understand, but we still seek through his word. And I think in the same way, we could kind of look at, I should still be seeking, even though I may have been married to my spouse for a number of years, and I think I know them, 
you know, very well. Um, of course, people do grow over time. I think it should be a continuous seeking of, you know, who is this person that I lay next to or that I live with or that I have this covenant relationship with and really seeking to understand them by being open to um, to listen mm-hmm. and making it, you know, these days people use the term a safe place. Like, does your spouse feel like you are a safe place mm. to bring concerns, to uh, to let down their guard, to open up about, you know, what's going on with them? Or That sounds like an episode right there. Is your spouse a safe place? That sounds like, <laughs> sound like an episode right there. <laughs> but I, I, I guess I'm just kind of thinking about it because sometimes you feel like I just don't know what's going on with my spouse and... You're trying to be there to help, but maybe your spouse feels like, well, they can't really help me. And some things, you know, maybe you can't exactly help, but hopefully you could be a support right. um, in, in, in whatever they may de- be dealing with or going through that you could lend words of uh, encouragement. Sometimes it could be an on-the-job thing. You don't want it to feel like your spouse is going behind your back. Right, You want right. to feel that, you know, that your spouse knows who your friends are and you, and knows that, and this comes with wisdom, that, you know, maybe there's some things which I know I can't talk to my wife about because I have not had those experiences, but I know she's had experiences with her, her friends and that it will be, hey, it'll be a benefit that she could talk to somebody, especially if she has a friend who's, who's a Christian, that they'll be able to talk with one another and share, and it will make them strong, make her right, stronger and right. make her be able to get through whatever she's getting through. So that's that's yeah. a part of that wisdom, be able to know, um, especially for us husbands, because we are the leaders of our family, and sometimes we don't know how to lead. Um, mm-hmm. I know that's for me. You know, you, you know, you, sometimes you had a good example of a leader. Sometimes you did not have a good example of a leader when you were growing up as a kid. Um, but when you get older, hopefully and prayerful, prayerfully, you can find examples of leadership that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, men who are... Are, are wise and men who are 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 faithful and that you can look at their examples and be able to um, pull from that because I, I know this can be difficult being a husband um, especially if you have a, 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 a well-versed wife who is knowledgeable in the scriptures and who desires for you to be the husband that God has intended you to be sometimes that could be challenging sometimes that could be a um, it could be I don't say scary, but it could be kind of um, a, a shaky that you know, uh, can can I live up to this, or do I have, am I smart enough, or do I have enough enough knowledge to do this, or do I have enough um, courage to do this? Mm, and that might be the worldly wisdom kicking in there because it's like, who are you trusting in yourself, Most or definitely. are you trusting in the Lord? And that's why the first point was about, you know, wisdom helps us to trust in God, and we. That's something we need to pray for. You know, God bless me with wisdom for my for my family that I can that I could be able to make the decisions that need to be made and to be able to trust in my wife whom you have given me um, to make these decisions, you know, because the decisions that um, you're making is gonna be for the family. So you should trust the person who you started the family with, who God has blessed you with. You know, and you know, that's something which hopefully will be um, a blessing to us because you know wisdom is a blessing for our marriages and lastly wisdom shapes our character with righteousness and discernment 
In Proverbs 18, verse 15, it says, The mind of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. It's something which, you know, it, it, it changes us. It, it makes us want to want to seek the goodness of God in His in His wisdom and in His knowledge. It makes us want to um, grow in Him, and, and it, it shapes us. And, you know, prayerfully it will shape us in the right direction rather in the wrong direction. Um Proverbs 12, 1-4 says, Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. A good man would obtain favor from the Lord, but he will condemn a man who devises evil. A man will not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous will not be moved. An excellent wife, or in some versions it'll say a wife of noble character, is the crown of her husband. But she who shames him is like rottenness in his bones. So it shapes us. You know, we, we want our wives to be one of noble character. We want to be a, a good man um, who, who obtains favor from the Lord. So we, we, we want these things. So when we pray for wisdom, you know, wisdom will end up shaping us into those, those images that are good, that are God glorifying, that are um, favorable, that, that are righteous. And, you know, it's something which we need to um, continue to, to move towards and continue to pray to God for and continue to work at in our marriages. And, in, and Janelle has one last verse in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 5, which I love this verse. And it, I think it'd be, it's a really good verse to, to top everything off. Okay, so it's... Ecclesiastes. Oh, tell, tell me the verse. I'm sorry. 7, verse 5. Okay. Chapter Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 5. It is better to listen to the rebuke of a wise man than for one to listen to the song of fools. Mm. Better to listen to the rebuke of a wise man than the one who listens to the song of fools. And people love music, you know, and music is, is, is it captures our our minds and our hearts. Um, but if a foolish person was to do something, and we've heard, <laughs> we hear foolish things on the radio and the music and stuff like that, but, you know, it, it, it will lead us down the wrong path. But listen to the rebuke of a wise man. The rebuke of a, the rebuke of a wise man will help you to move in the right direction, will help you to navigate, like we talked about earlier, navigate those trials that you're going through, will help you to get back on your feet. And you know this will help to build you up, to help you to for your for for you to for your direction and for your actions to be done in a proper manner, in a righteous manner. And you know this is something which you know we definitely should pray that God will will, will help us and to direct us in our lives so that we can live better lives and be better people, especially as Christians. We want our testimony to. To make sense to people around us, mm-hmm. it's not going to make sense to a, 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 in, a, in a spiritual sense because a person who has who has not been changed mentally, they see you doing things you didn't used to do before. They're like, why is that happening? But we want to see the the evolution of our of our lives, how we went from this way to now we're doing things in this way, but how things have are changing for the better. That we right. are doing things that. We're doing things for the right reasons, that we're doing things to glorify God, we're doing things to help people, that we're trying to be servants of the Lord rather than just trying to be 
people who take, take, take. Um, even in, like saying wisdom, like I said, Solomon had had to had the book of Ecclesiastes. He's like almost saying, "Woe is me," <laughs> in the book. But we don't want that to be us. We want to be wise people who give good advice, be able to discern the times or discern the things that's going on in our lives and make the right decisions, especially right. for our marriages and right. families. And I mean, that's only going to come by like really studying God's word. I think that's been, you know, tried and tested and true that we have seen for ourselves is like the wisdom that we gain from the word. Um, truly truly is a guide for how um we respond and relate to a lot of things a lot of things have been popping up with you know politics that always happens things happening with you know media and and things coming in through our houses and it's an ongoing conversation of what should we do um sometimes you feel like am i being too legalistic um, sometimes you figure, oh, should I use this as a teaching example? All these things we should be praying about. Um, and I think as you, we read in um, that verse about um, listening to the rebuke of a wise man, we could also exchange that with women because women can speak wise words um, as well into men's lives, um, into their husband's lives. And husbands need to be uh, wise enough to understand and listen and listen um, and then act. I think that's the, the one thing with wisdom is not only just the 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 head knowledge, the but right. what was the actions that comes as a result of the wisdom gained through the knowledge and understanding? Because I know that for my wife, I know she's big into that <laughs> like and having a plan and having the, the 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 steps that you take next and you know sometimes that can be difficult but you know you should always lean onto the person who has more knowledge or more understanding in that particular thing right. and then you can be able to it'll be able to smooth things out and you'll be able to learn hopefully from the spouse that has more understanding in this particular area than you do and it should not go. It should not hurt your pride as a man or hurt your pride as a woman mm-hmm. um, for that. Because remember, you guys are one. Right. You're coming together as one, as one unit um, that God has brought together. That you together under God can be able to traverse this world and be able to glorify Him in all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. And prayerfully, that the wisdom that you're praying for will be a wisdom that you both can grow in together um, right. throughout your years, and that will make your marriage stronger to the glory of God. So for further reading, um, we read a few verses from this already, but for further reading, I I extol you to read Ecclesiastes, the entire chapter seven. Um, it's a really, it's not that long, and but it'll be a real blessing to you in your marriage. And stay tuned for more discussion on wisdom as we will continue looking at biblical wisdom versus worldly wisdom and what the scriptures have to say about that. Thank you for checking out Love Worth Dying For. We hope you were blessed by the content. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content, and please share our podcast. Don't forget to check out our previous seasons for even more information to help your marriages and families. 
Souls for Love Worth Dying For. I'm Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Have a great day. God bless.